Splash 322 for throwing fire. We're keeping it there's no doubt that the game has changed and we are changing with it welcome to season two because in this season it is all about how we become and stay operational how we're ready for every moment of our life on and off the job i'm your host jeff fanman Thanks for joining me, and let's get down to it. Today's podcast is brought to you by Brute Force Training. Head over and check out the guys at BruteForceTraining.com, the sandbags, the gear, the equipment, the things that they offer, and of course, make sure you download the Brute Force app because it has got some unbelievable programming in there absolutely for free. And listen, when you pick up your next sandbag or your next shirt or your next pack, or whatever it is you're going to buy from these guys, use my discount code. That's op mindset, OP mindset, and they'll take a little bit off the top for you. Get in, get in action, get your sandbag, get your butt in the game, start working out, let that thing beat the crap out of you. Thanks for sponsoring us, guys. That's brutefortraining.com, brutefortraining.com. Now, on to today's episode. All right. Welcome to your Monday morning. I'm Jeff Bandman. You're listening to Mindset Radio. Today is your next lesson in the new format. And today we are talking awareness. Now, if you've been around more than about two minutes, more than likely you have taken or listened to or heard somebody's class on situational awareness and being situationally aware and blah, blah, blah. And You know, most times, wow, valuable, by no means discrediting any of it. But what I think you're going to find out today is that that is just a piece of the equation. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to unpack this idea of awareness. So grab your pen and paper, take your notes if you want to. By the way, you can always visit outmindset.com backslash mindset radio. Check out the show notes for season two, lesson two. I'll put all this up there, and if you're not subscribing to the email list where you get this stuff as well, uh, then swing by the site and sign up and get this stuff in your inbox. I've gotten a lot of feedback lately where uh, people are using the podcast or the theme or the email chain as in-station training or in their roll call or in a variety of situations where they're able to kind of take it, expand on it, bring it together and, you know, make it work. And really that's the purposes of all of this, right? It's to give you some ideas, put some depth behind some stuff. And that's what we're going to do today. Now, if this is your first time joining us and you're just kind of hopping in on season two, lesson two, I'd highly advise go back a little bit, at least go back to last week's episodes where we talked about what it means to being operational. I shared my six operational pillars. We're going to explode those all the way through the podcast as well in a bunch of different formats. Uh, And the show last week with Mark Briggs was awesome. And the wrap up on Fridays, which is new. So make sure you're getting those in your chain. The wrap ups on Fridays was a lot of fun. And uh, I think you definitely take something from it. So let's get down to business. Today, awareness. What is it? What does it look like? How do you become more aware? And what does that do for you, really? So here's what I want to... Let's lay some foundation here. Let's just kind of talk foundationally. 
you have to understand that for us to take actions to produce the results that we want to produce, especially in a high stress environment or the situations that we find ourselves in, we have to have the right input. Like the things, the information we are receiving and collecting from around us has to be good intel. If you're working off bad or clouded intel, as we'll talk about, well, you're kind of screwed. And most times you're screwing yourself. So fundamentally, when we're speaking about awareness, what we're speaking about is a chain of events that leads you to hitting the results or producing those results that you want to produce. So it starts with you and where you are and your ability to see things as they are happening. Okay, so today what we're going to do is we're going to unpack what I like to call the four points of awareness. Sometimes I'll call it like uh, convergence, confidence, uh, consciousness. I don't know. I haven't named it all really, and I don't think it needs a name. But if you think it needs a name and come up with something, shoot me a note, give it to me. We'll name it and I'll credit you with it. So what we're going to call it today, we're going to look at the four points of awareness, right? Kind of these four blocks. So if you were to draw just kind of a, a four block table on a sheet of paper, we're going to look at four key areas and then talk about each of them. So first one, we'll go top left. You could write in the situation. Clearly, situational awareness, critically important. What does it mean? We'll break it down. But the first one's the situation. The next one, move over to your right. We would call it the environment. And we'll spend a little bit of time talking about that because sometimes we forget about being environmentally aware. And no, I'm not talking about put, picking up your trash or recycling. I'm talking about a few other things. When we move down the, the quadrant, we're now looking at the awareness of others, the others around us, the people we're there to serve, the people in our team, our partners, whoever it may be. And then the fourth block is yourself, is you. So our four points of awareness that we're going to break down today, the situation, the environment, others, and you. That's what we're going to look at. And I think what you'll find by the end of today's episode is if you're not pinging in all four areas, you are unaware. I'm going to say that again. If you're not on all four areas, meaning if you're not bringing an understanding and a clarity to the situation, the environment, others, and yourself all simultaneously you are unaware. And so that's a big transition. That's a big push into getting out of just this idea of being situationally aware and expanding my level of awareness to include these other key facets that take place. So I understand how they're impacting me. Now, I want to go back to where I started to say, when we talked about awareness, why it exists, what it be how it benefits us, right? The awareness is the precursor to the action. So if I'm not aware in all these levels, if I'm not bringing information incorrectly, then my decision-making is going to be off. And if my decision-making is off, the actions that will follow will be off and I won't be producing the results that I want to produce. See the following me on this chain of events that what's going on here. Hopefully so. All right. So Here's what happens when we bring these four points and they converge together. What we create is really kind of this holistic and dynamic awareness profile that ultimately enables us to make rapid decisions, rapid assessments and sound decisions, rapid assessments and sound decisions. 
So let's start breaking them down. Let's start going through these, these blocks one by one. All right, so let's start with the situation. Now, situation, situationally aware, absolutely. Here's how I like to kind of describe this, right? To put it into practical terms, I like to call being situationally aware kind of the arm sweep, right? So it's what's happening right in front of you, what's happening right now, and what's going to happen in the moments that follow, like the next 10 seconds, the next 30 seconds, maybe the next 60 seconds, but that's a stretch. That's a little bit of a stretch. The more I stay close in here, I'm not staying close-minded. What I'm doing is I'm being hyper-present to what's occurring. So when you think about being situationally aware, put your arms out, spin around, what's, what kind of, kind of touch, right? Where, where do my fingertips go? What am I seeing? What's happening? And how am I processing that? What this does is this allows us to kind of understand what's here, and then it begins to allow for this predictive posture without going to the level of what I like to call future casting, right? So sending something way into the future or generating an outcome that may or may not happen, right? Sticking yourself way further, you know, overrunning your headlights, getting way out in front of it when you really need to be right here paying attention. And so in doing this, what we understand is if we're future casting, we're making assumptions or creating expectations that may or may not come to hold, which then will impact us in other ways that we'll talk about another time. Rather, if I'm here in my arm sleep, if I'm situationally aware to what's happening, I'm able to maneuver in the situation. I'm actually here present in what's happening, not thinking about what I'm going to say at the end of the show, right? I'm here with you right now. So, uh, you know, understand in order to be present to the situation at hand, you've got to make sure that you're operating clean, not from some kind of set of biases or preconceived notions. And so earlier when I talked about being unaware or clouded information, clouded intelligence, you know, if you think back, it's like, what is your historical junk saying about the situation that's happening? What is your background or your bias or the way you think it should be or the way you think it should go? What is all of that? How is that playing out in the situation at hand, right? So that's one of the things that we have to kind of protect ourselves against and guard ourselves against because then it takes us down a rabbit hole. And you watch a lot of people just zip right down it. It's like being on a huge water slide. Once you let go, you're going. There's no stopping. You're on it. And so you've got to be very careful that as the situation is unfolding, you are present to the situation as it happens. Right? That gives you the opportunity to see what's going on, process it, make a decision, and take an action based on the conditions as they exist, not as you think they exist or as you wish they existed, or as they should exist. Okay, so that's really the model that we look at when we just look at the situation at hand. Now, let's move over to the environment for a minute. And this is a spot where we rarely pay attention to how the environment impacts us, or how we impact the environment. You know, this is where we look at like the makeup, the people 
in our first dues or in our response areas or in our beats or wherever it is, right? Wherever we're deploying, we look at the makeup of the people, the culture, the terrain, the weather, the general conditions. And what does that environment look like that you have to operate in? Is it hostile? Is it not? Is it friendly? Like what's happening to the environment? And by the way, all of that's going to make an impact on you. And, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're the police showing up into the bad area of town, you are creating an impact on that environment just by your presence. You know, if you deploy to a foreign country and walk down the street, you create an impact on the environment just by your presence. And so understanding that is critical and understanding what is that environment causing? What's the impact on you from the environment? Are you nervous? Are you uncomfortable? Do you not enjoy being there? Do you not have respect for those people? Do you have biases and issues that, that create kind of a gap between you and the people that you're there to serve and protect? Like what's, what's there for you? And you got to understand that, right? And what's the, how's the, how's the environment going to impact your decision-making? How's the environment going to play out based on a series of actions you will take? So we've got to be able to look at that in its entirety. So let's move on down to the others quadrant. You know, being aware of others is a really deep skill that you've got to develop. You know, one of the best podcasts, I think if you, if you haven't listened to it yet, if you go back and I can't remember which episode it is right now, I'll put it into the link to it in the show notes, but it's the episode with Cherie Alexander, who is the master of influence. She gave us over two episodes, such phenomenal information on how to observe, connect and influence, right? And she walked us through a bunch. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I would highly recommend that you like go back, tag it, make sure that it's on your download list to listen to. Because those tools that she gave us in those two sessions directly impacts our awareness of people around us. So being aware of others, it's not just an action, right? But it's an energy and attitude and posturing, kind of the vibe, right? as well as their expectations of us, our expectations of them, their biases and backgrounds and fears and wants and desires and aspirations colliding with all our stuff, right? It's kind of like everybody's shit colliding with everybody else's shit in a particular moment in time. And that can go from what's going on with your partner or your crew, the people you're there to protect and serve, like what's happening in those moments. And you've got to be aware of it because that will begin the chain of events that will play out in the situation that's happening. And so you've got to be able to account for all those factors in play. And then, of course, we get to the last one, which nobody really likes to do, but it is you, right? Yes, you. It is being aware of yourself. Now, my guess is you're probably sitting there going, you know, I'm pretty self-aware. No, I know where I am. No, I'm good. Okay. If you're saying that, I'm going to call you out and say, no, you're not. If you're just kind of quietly like nodding your head going, shit. Yeah. Okay. I've got you there. So listen, being aware of yourself and what's happening in any situation, in any moment in time is really such a core foundational piece because 
Who's processing the information? Who's making a decision? Who's taking the action? Who's trying to produce a result? You. If you don't understand you and what's going on with you and the garbage you're carrying from this morning's fight with your spouse to not finding your car keys to tripping over something to spilling coffee on yourself to not having a chance to eat a meal yet, whatever it may be, right? To being sick, to being sore, to being tired, to being frustrated, to being chewed out at work. The impacts of the peripheral things going on in your life, the things going on at work, the impact of the environment, the impact of the situation, the impact of others, how does all that play out and impact you? Is it adding more stress? Is it adding more frustration? Is it building anxiety? What's going on? You need to know what's going on for you right now in the moment because that's what matters. And this, what this does is it enables you to take an, take, a, take an interim action, right? Take a self action to kind of reset and hit that recovery point. You will hear me talk about time and time and time and time again, right? To reorient yourself, to get yourself out of whatever crap it was focused on the mission or the job or the task at hand and complete it. It's the ability to say, there's my settling breath back in the game, right? It generally only takes a second, you know, and if it's a bigger deal or you have the time, if you're like, okay, I got to walk outside. If you're in a command center making decisions and you're like, I got to walk around the command center for a second. I got to take a break for a minute. Go do it. Don't stay in it because you staying in it will perpetuate a cycle of clouded intel in, bad intel in, bad assessment, bad decision-making, bad actions, right? It will just perpetuate the cycle. And especially when we're dealing with people's lives, don't be the jerk that doesn't take a second and recover, then settle down. You got to find that process. Use those breathing actions. Use the tools and resources available to you. I, you know, I think you find the more you work on it, the more you train on it, the easier it gets, the faster it gets, the faster you're able to recover. If you think you're going to be able to go out there and be unshaken, you're full of shit. Something's going to rattle you at some point in time, and you're going to need to be able to hit the reset button instantly because there is no time out in our lives. There is no ability to go, excuse me, hold on. Could you please put the gun away for a second? I need to go breathe. I need to go meditate. That doesn't work that way. And so you have to develop these skills elsewhere. So in those moments, you're on it. You understand how to recovery. And it takes literally milliseconds for you to recover from what's happening. That you understand, and I will talk about it time and time and time again. You understand how to read the conditions so well that you can see when the environment gives you an opportunity to recover or you have to force one. You have to like figure out how to create one. And so all of that boils in together to make sure that you are hopping and popping in your level of awareness. I mean, this is to me, and this is why I did this particular topic right now, Instead of continuing the pillars and going through some of that other stuff, which will sprinkle in through all these things, this is a highly actionable, highly relevant, must do, better listen to this podcast twice, print out the freaking worksheets, get in and talk about it, train on it, freaking topic. I mean, that's to me 
one of the most important things you can do this week is significantly enhance your awareness profile. Get out of just what's happening now. Peace, situation, peace, environment, peace, everyone around me, peace, me. Bring all those together, allow those to converge, and I promise you, you will see a dramatic difference in the actions that you take and the results that you produce. I promise you. So here's what I want you to do kind of throughout the rest of your day, right? One, mentally review a recent event, a recent situation, a recent call, or whatever it was, right? A deployment, an action, something. Take a few, take a little bit of time and actually walk back through that thing just as the observer, just kind of see it play out. And as you do that, bring in these four points of awareness, bring in these four key aspects and look at them individually and then allow them to all come together and see if you would have made a different decision, taken a different course of action. Maybe you wouldn't have. Maybe it would have just enhanced a few things. Maybe it would have made it easier, right? I mean, I grew up as a fireman, work smarter, not harder. I don't want to waste my time. I want the maximum result with the least amount of effort. I mean, that's really, right, the chain of events that you want to put yourself into. So go do a little mental rehearsal. Go back and look at a couple things. Maybe look at how you can create like versionings off some previous experiences, you know, talk about it with your partner or your crew. Maybe this is your in-station drill today. Sit down. I mean, I used to take my guys and I'd find ser pictures in series of fire so that I had at least four or five images like pulling up to the fire ground. I used to just do the walk-through talk-throughs with it. What do you see? Where's the seat of the fire? What's the condition? How rapid is it moving? What do I need to think about? And I'd let each person talk through that in their job. Right? Driver, what do you see? Where's the hydrant? What do you, how much water are you going to need? All that stuff. Fireman, where are you running the line? What are you doing with it? Blah, blah, blah. What are you worried about? What are your concerns? And let everybody talk through those things. Run those kind of mental rehearsals through a variety of situations. If you're in a squad car, hey, talk it out, right? What if a few things? But do it by saying, okay, here's the situation. What do we need to be aware of in that situation? What do we need to be aware of? How's the environment going to play in? How are others going to play in? You, me, and then the crowd that shows up. And then how, what's that impact going to be on us? And what are we bringing to the table? And so really be willing to get in and kind of align the conversation and the mental rehearsals and doing those things. I promise you, if you do that, if you did that every day this week with your team, your crew, your partner, your people around you, and even just in and of yourself, like if you honestly dedicated some time to do that, your awareness profile would go through the roof by the end of the week. Like you show up to things like being, whoa, I feel totally like connected to things. Because like I said before, it's not just about the things that happen. It's not about the things we see. It's about the things we feel that we're energetically connected to. It's our posture. So many aspects of the attitude that we show up with. There's so many aspects to this thing that really begin to show up. So that is where we're going to keep this particular topic today, right? So I want to go back, make sure that you've got it. Four points of awareness, four points, the situation, the environment, others, 
and yourself. Those are those four points of awareness. If you didn't write them down, lock them into your nugget right now. Remember them. Stick with this program. Keep working at it. Visit outmindset.com backslash mindset radio. The show notes will be up there. If you need more resources, shoot me an email, jeff at outmindset.com. Your mission this week is to raise that awareness profile significantly. So thanks for taking your time. I appreciate the time and attention you give me. And I hope that I'm giving you something of value. So tune in Wednesday. My guest this week, Michael Trott. He's got a new book out. It's really focused on the world of protection. It's going to be a great episode. I believe that that particular world, like awareness, is number one on the list of requirements. And so it's a great conversation from his life in the agency, traveling around the world, providing protection to a lot of people. So tune in Wednesday. Don't forget the new Friday wrap-ups. Hey, listen, and I'm trying to figure out what to call Friday. Like, what should we call it? If you got a suggestion, shoot me a note. Go over to the Mindset Radio Facebook page or hop in the Mindset Radio Facebook group and give me your thoughts, right? I, I need some help here, so do that for me. All right, that wraps up our show for today. Thanks so much again for giving me your time and attention. I greatly appreciate it. Listen, if you got something from today's episode, if you heard one little piece that can benefit you or benefit those around you, do me a favor, do yourself a favor, do somebody else a favor, and share this episode out. Introduce them to Mindset Radio. Bring them into the fold, get them listening, get them learning, and get them performing at a whole new level. Don't forget, swing by and check us out. You can follow us on Instagram at Mindset Radio. I'm personally at Mindset 06 Actual. If you want to follow me, head on over to Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mindset Radio, and hop into our Mindset Radio group. We're going to start having a little bit more deeper conversation, some behind-the-scenes stuff, some extra talks while we're there, and really enjoy it. Last but not least, two quick requests. Subscribe to the podcast and do me a favor, rate and review us. Now, see, the review part is pretty important because people look through, right? People want to look and see whether or not this is worth listening to. If you think it is, do me a favor, write us a note. So, listen, we're out for this Monday. We're back Wednesday with a phenomenal guest, Mike Trot. It's going to be a good episode. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're listening. Be safe out there. Thanks again.